0: In this podcast I talk about the tabernacle and the bronze lavers. So once again, I'm going to be talking about the tabernacle. This time it's about the bronze laver. And the bronze lavers, there was 10 of them. They sat between the tabernacle door and the altar of burnt offering. And the priests would come and they'd wash their hands and their feet in the water when leaving the altar of burnt offering and going to the tabernacle door. They've already been ceremonially cleansed, but now they need to clean their, their hands and their feet before approaching tabernacle door. And the bronze lavers, they were four cubits in diameter and they could approximately hold 40 baths in capacity and that's a lot of water, their weight alone, just the water to go into them would weigh somewhere near 14 tonnes These uh, lavers were later dismantled by either Ahaz or Nebuchadnezzar Five of them would have been on the south side and five on the north and some people would say they symbolised the fingers of God In Exodus 38 verse 8 it says that they were provided by the Israelite women who served at the tabernacle door so they took the mirrors of the women and they melted them down, reused, repurposed them. Because these mirrors weren't like modern mirrors. They were just bronze or copper and they were, they were like flat pieces. And They took all those and they melted them down. And they rebuilt and made these lavers. So I looked up the word there for, for mirror that's used in the text. And it's Strong's number 4759, Mara, And it means vision. As a place or instrument of seeing. The mirrors of the serving women. Mirror, looking glass, vision. Genesis 46 verse 2 it says visions of the night Numbers 12:6 it says If there is a prophet among you, Yahweh in a vision to him will make himself known in a dream I will speak to him And Ezekiel speaks several times of seeing visions of God And it's the same word that you, I saw visions of God you See that in Ezekiel 1.1, 1, 1, 8.3 and 40 verse 2 Daniel also uses uh, this word He says he saw the vision while the men who were with me did not see the vision and the word there is the same word. And as a result of that vision, Daniel went into anguish. See that in Daniel chapter 10, verses 7 and 16. The lavers themselves, then as Strong's as number 3595. Kiyor, and it means pot or basin. Basins, fire pot, laver, pan, platform. A pot for cooking, fire pot. It's figurative of the chiefs of Judah. It's a basin of bronze for washing. They were put at every corner of the temple. Platform of bronze. Hearth, pan, scaffold, a chafing dish for coals, a cauldron for cooking, a wash bowl, a pulpit or a platform. But these ten basins they were later replaced by what was known as the bronze sea. It was like the the laven, but it was a much bigger version. A lot more people could be bathed in it. And this large basin, this this bronze sea, was carried upon twelve oxen. And the twelve oxen, three of them, would face each direction. So three to the south, three to the north, three to the east, three to the west. And in both cases, the water was used to wash the hands and the feet. Now, the, when they used the big bronze sea, it's not they're not sure whether they maybe had the water flowing down from there to a lower basin where people could actually access it. Or maybe some people have um, said that maybe there was baptisms that took place. But they don't really know that part of the ceremonies that were taking place at the time, other than knowing that the thing existed. The word used here for the sea is actually the abyss. So Strong's number 8415 to home. And it means deep sea or abyss, deep deep depths, depths, ocean depths, springs, sea overwhelming tire, abysses of the sea, hollows of great waves, the depths of the river, bursts of water fertilizing Canaan, Confusion, empty place, without form, nothing, vain, vanity, waste. So it's it's the word that's used in Genesis 1, talking about the surface of the deep, where the spirit floated above, in Genesis 1 verse 2. Also lays up the deeps in storehouses, mentioned in Psalm 33 verse 7. Deep calls the deep, in Psalm 42 verse 7. And he led them through the deeps, as through the wilderness, Psalm 106 verse 9. So, the letters here they, they they give a picture of chaos, but then there's a tempeg. breath of God moves across the water, and a covenant is made and that's what's symbolized there in this word. So just to bring all this back together, we started out with ten basins, and those ten basins, because of what they are made of, I would say that they're symbolic of being given visions of God um I would say they also represent Ecclesia because there's ten of them. I would say that represents open doors because of the four cubits diameter and then it fits 40 bats in it. So number four is the door. I already mentioned was the ten fingers of God. They have visions of God and then there's also the ten fingers of God so you're seeing his hands at work. And then this is where people would wash their hands and feet after making sacrifices before they go to the tabernacle door. So it's a wash bowl. And we also mentioned that it could be used for a chafing dish for coals. You know We're supposed to be hot burning coals for the Lord And it's also a place of platform So this word is used as a platform, somewhere to speak So what I'm really seeing here is when ten stand by the tabernacle In the place of offering sacrifices And washing their hands in repentance and, and all of this They're getting visions of God And it's a very special place to be That was replaced where you could see it as additional By the bronze sea And so, as mentioned, there was the chaos of the waters, which the Spirit floated above and breathed and spoke words of creation. Mention of great waves and fountains, the chaos of the deep. And the Lord led them through the deeps as through the wilderness. So it's about people going through deep places, like the Israelites, when they went through the Red Sea, which is split, they were walking through the deep. But the Lord led them through the deep places, now to the other side, to safety. In the same way, in our lives, He brings us through deep, dark places, but He brings us out the other side, and that's called treasures of darkness. We all have these treasures of darkness. It might be our testimony, it might be something else that's happened in your life, but we all have these treasures that have come from what the Lord has carried us through. But something interesting here is that this, to see this, the spirit being carried, I suppose above the water. Is being carried or sits upon twelve oxen, which many people would say symbolizes the twelve tribes. They are merely just carrying, and what's above them is an incomprehensible amount of water. The word there talks about fountains bursting forth, water that overwhelms Tyre. They are carrying it, but the glory isn't supposed to go to them. The glory is supposed to stay upon God. Maybe they failed in this. Maybe the twelve tribes tried to take the glory for themselves at a later stage. This bronze sea had to be set up again because it had been torn down. But the, next, the, the second time it was set up, it was set up without the twelve oxen. And they just put the sea down on the stone floor. This year is about the oxen and, and God going forth like oxen to push the nations out of the way and bring his kingdom. So there's this water, the spirit being carried on the water and that going out amongst the nations and being carried north, south, east, west. The Spirit of God going forth. And that's how I'm seeing it now. Um Looking at it now, not to necessarily look at the 12 tribes, although the 12 tribes are important. But just looking at the fact that this year is the oxen. And the Spirit of the Lord is going to be carried north, south, east and west. And Jesus was here in his ministry. There was two sisters and one sat at his feet and the other was busy You are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So, I mean, there is a call there. What way are we going to respond? Are we going to drop everything and sit at the Lord's feet? Or are we going to be worried and upset about many things, being busy here, there, everywhere? Are we going to stop and listen and wait on the Lord, or are we going to push and push and push with as many things as we can find our hands to do and Jesus says to sit and wait at his feet is a better way doesn't mean that those people never do anything I'm sure that if Jesus turned to Mary at any point and said will you get me a glass of water I'm sure she would have jumped up and got him a glass of water because she's listening to every word that comes from his mouth but Martha running around getting the house ready getting the meals ready if Jesus was in the other room to said, Martha can have a glass of water, she says, oh, I'll get that for you in a minute. Let me just get this done and that done and this done. Mary was there and waiting on every word. Martha, while doing things for the Lord, may not have been responding in the right way all the time. And that's the difference. That's the difference. And I feel like we are all invited to that place where Mary was. But not everyone will do it. Not everyone will be a Mary. Some people will be a Martha. This may be a very obvious point, but these lavers or bowls were made with bronze. And bronze and brass and copper, they were always symbolic in the Bible of judgment. And whatever else is going on here, positive about um, outpouring and positioning and placing Mary and Martha, there's also something going on here which judgment. The judgment of God is coming to the church and to the world Those who are in the right place with God are going to be blessed through that time. But those who are not right with God are going to be facing some real challenges in the time ahead. And, you know, the outpouring comes from these bronze bowls. So the outpouring of washing comes amidst judgment, amidst the wrath of God. It's in troubling times that people are really challenged to seek God and pray that's something of, that that's something that's prevalent in the history of my country and in countries around the world that in difficult times people pray, and it's sad that it takes difficult times to make people pray, but the Lord wants it a different way He wants us to seek Him eagerly with our hearts, whether it's good or bad times, but he allows the bad times to happen so that we will turn back to him. On the 21st of March 2020, I was praying that night with some friends on a Zoom call. And I was caught up in this place and saw this vision. And I saw these prayers being poured out into a huge big bowl. Now I thought it was a stone bowl or something like that. But I was standing in this bowl. The prayers were like the water and the water was lifting me up until I was lying on my back in this water. In this giant bowl, looking up. And the water kept on rising up and up and up Until it started to spill out over the side And it fell over the side down into a hole in the earth And it went down into a deep place A deep place And I was carried with the water And went down into that deep place And I saw that the, the water had gone down deep into the ground, yes But then it started to burst forth up and out of the ground it went down into the deep places and bursted out. And I thought of the deer panting for the water. That was like me lying in the water. I was eager for that water to come into that bowl. I was eager for it to be poured out. And I took note of that first Deep call to deep in the roar of the waterfall. And there was so much being poured out. It was like a mighty roar coming out of that bowl and going down into the deep place fertilizing the ground. Lord, I pray that I would see this thing, this vision from several months ago, Lord, that you gave to me. I ask that You, I would see with my physical eyes, not just my spiritual eyes, Lord, but my physical eyes, that I would see that outpouring of prayers. I stand in that bowl right now, Lord, and I ask, Lord, fill it with the prayers of the saints, Lord. Pour out that outflowing, Lord, of your spirit, Across the waters To stir up the people to pray Lord To stir up the people to pour out themselves Let the waters fill up that bowl and overflow And fall down like a waterfall into the ground of the nations And burst up from under the ground In unexpected places Lord And I ask that for those who stand in a place of being between the tabernacle door and the table of sacrifice, Lord. As they wash their hands and their feet, Lord, I ask that you would release new visions, visions of you, Lord, deeper revelation and knowledge, Lord, straight from your heart. As this outpouring goes out north, south, east, west, that would be a great carrying of your spirit to the ends of the earth, Lord. I ask that you would raise up those who are to go out, And I ask that you would raise up those who are to sit at your feet. And I ask you to raise up those who will sit at your feet and go out when they hear you tell them to go out. I ask this in Jesus' name.